<laughs> Jesus Wait fucking Christ. <laughs> hey, what's wrong? Oh, it's nothing. It's just a readjustment. Welcome to the Road to Damnation podcast. <laughs> Fucking great, though. Anyway, welcome to the Road to Damnation, a Horace Heresy podcast. I'm here tonight with Shane. What's going on, everybody? And Psycho Chris. He's dead silent. <laughs> That's Jesus time. Christ, Chris. We're <laughs> already <laughs> fucking this shit up. We just died. God damn you. Let's Why do this ho- again. From the top. From the top. <laughs> Why, hello. How are you? Um, I play Dungeons and Dragons. Oh. oh. I'm wow, definitely not a virgin. Oh, <laughs> man. We're here tonight on Pino Insurrection. <laughs> I, I feel like I have to mention the name we just do the show on. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> the first time I joined the chat, I was like, what the fuck? It's this big old fucking schlong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like a diagram of a cock and balls. <laughs> I forgot I did that. Nice. <laughs> 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 Gotta shoot that rope however you can, right? <laughs> hey, man. Exactly. Uh... So, on tonight's show... We got Harvey Progress, some important information that came out. And then we're going to do, like, you know, starting the Horus Heresy Army, like, Basics 101. So I feel like that's a fun topic to start off with. For anyone that's looking to, you know, if you're doing, like, um, what's it? Uh, elevation? I, I keep butchering this. Escalation, you fucking retard. There we are, Escalation. Got to think, like, elevator, Escalation. Jesus Christ. That, that's Elevation. <laughs> yeah, alright, you fucking Bono from U2. <laughs> so, you know, I figured that might be like, you know, if someone getting into a hobby, we can straight off, like, try and give them some bad advice. Like, why not? We're all terrible at this. It can work. Um, we'll, we'll have them ask you for a lesson on, like, vocabulary. <laughs> I, I can give them the English cannot, vocabulary. <laughs> I cannot brain today. I has the dumb. Isn't isn't that the English vocabulary, though? Like <laughs> Now, if English. we say if if we say it's bad vocabulary, we normally say it's American. We stopped yeah. caring about the English vocabulary <laughs> in 1776. <laughs> America, fuck yeah! In, insert yeah. Team America theme song right here. Absolutely, America, <laughs> fuck yeah! Fuck no. yeah! <laughs> Coming again to say the motherfucking day, yeah? <laughs> nice. There you I, go. I, that movie was fucking hilarious. I don't care what you say. <laughs> See, it's it's legit. You have to know that theme song to pass your citizenship test. Wow, I was thinking the same thing. Dude, <laughs> I'm about to take that. Thank God you reminded me that I needed to take that. <laughs> Told you. That's what I'm here for, man. So, alright. Shane, how are we progress? What have you been up to? So, still working on that World Leaders Commission. It was a little bit slow. We, uh, Recently got a puppy, so if you hear any, be like in the background, that's why. <laughs> um, so if I hear a screaming child, that's a completely different reason, or just... well, that's 
probably related because he somehow snuck past my exhausted wife and then decided he had to play with the puppy. And so, yeah, I mean, that could, that could be too. Um, but I did manage to get a little more work on those reaver, uh, yeah, not reavers, the warhounds. Um, did some work on some rampagers for, um, this world leaders commission. And I've also been looking and trying to figure out how I'm going to kit bash a, Dark Angels Praetor on a jet bike. Oh, nice. For a Dreadwing. Or, well, it's it's Ironwing, but the theme is Dreadwing. Uh, list. Damn. So, yeah. Pretty, pretty fucking excited about that. That's pretty oh. sick. It's pretty sick. Oh, Dark Angels. I, hopefully, sorry. they get Lion at some point, right? Dude, I'm hoping Dark Angels get like their own black book. It, or, or at least like the majority of a black book because like they fucking need it. There's so much depth behind them. Like all the legions have tons of depth, but like it's the first legion, man. Like they are the only legion that can do it all, has done it all, and still can do it all. Like, come on, man. I would love this... it if they got like proprietary guns that only they had access to. Because like, aren't there like parts in the fluff where like, like there's like just like infantry walking past like certain primarchs i think it was even like horace and he didn't even recognize certain weaponry or some shit yeah they they have access to the old terran weapons so like they had this like these um these weapons that like um i wish i could remember what they were called but like they fire um shells that like open little like warp rifts and like just suck you into the warp like it's just fucking crazy wow Dude, they're like the one legion that if you were to take 40k in its disgusting 8th edition. Um, I say that lightly. Um, but like they're, they're like the one legion that have, they have their own rule book. Like, how have they not already done it in the black book for them? Like, I just don't get it. Uh, honestly, I think that's probably part of the reason why is because like it would, it's kind of like in 40k when you're like, oh, look, another ultramarines like some more ultramarine shit like wow didn't see that coming so i think it's the same way where it's like the alan bly and all them weren't as inspired so they didn't like start off with them you know what i mean like they Mm -hmm. wanted to do the shit that people would pique people's interest the most because like i'll be honest like that's what made me so hard for world eaters is like the first time i saw him i was like whoa blue and white armor in the heresy like that's freaking crazy like that's so different and then i like started reading more about them and i was like wow this truly is the greatest legion ever and all other legions especially those clad in yellow and green fall short (laughs) i like that hint right there (laughs) i do like that they went into depth about uh sons of horus and like little wolves i think that's really cool yeah yeah for sure yeah, that's my hobby progress. Banging out some commission work. Um, trying to plan out a kit bash. And working on this uh, commissar. Yep. A little slow, but it'll, it'll pick up again. Oh, and I... Oh, wait. I can't forget. I almost forgot. I did manage to get painted another owlbear for Betrayer. So look out, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a fucking now. How many do you have now? Well, I only have two, but uh, I think that makes a total of either seven or eight that we have for the Betrayer series. 
Dude, eventually you're gonna have like thirty on a fucking table, and you're just gonna have to like call it some kind of like Death World, <laughs> Albert Death World. The the plan is well, I don't want to spoil it away because people who listen are gonna fucking get it. But yeah, <laughs> don't yep. don't ruin it. It's it's you know come to betray a fool. Yeah, I'll be the Shane will be the. Yep. Sure. All right. So that's I my happy progress. Chris will hopefully be there. Fingers crossed. So, Chris, in your hectic life of having a new kid, how's your hobby progress? Actually, my hobby progress involved yard work. I like it. Yeah, I actually um, had this whole section dug up, and um, we uh, put like that black fabric down and then filled it with... Uh, I, I, today, I went out and bought two to, two tons of stone. Mm-hmm. So now my dogs have a giant litter box, like a fenced-in litter <laughs> box in the backyard, so that way they don't shit, like, just leave landmines in the fucking grass that just melt when it rains, you know? Yes. It's awesome. <laughs> and I just picked up a, uh, during the podcast, I'm gonna paint a, um, epic tech marine to put on the back of my warlord. Yo, to be fair, your hobby progress, you could probably mention part of it. As uh, what we did earlier today. Oh, planning for the event in February. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Which went down pretty well. We got a good plan for that. Some Fuck fun yeah. missions. I think so. I just want to point out that I think that there's a lot of really good chemistry between the four event, event uh, organizers. Like, it was just really good conversation. I feel like we all just like understand each other and you know yeah went really smooth absolutely i'm i'm excited you know to be fair you know we have so the first time we did the event you know it, we weren't really on the same line we wanted it to be like a a, a narrative event but it really wasn't that this is going to be a proper narrative event for anyone that's wondering right is yeah. that a good way of describing it um, yeah, we're gonna uninvite Lewis uh, <laughs> and his fifteen fighters. Yep, all it's gonna be all custodes. So we're gonna have custodes, and then um, the theme is gonna be just basically custodes anywhere you want. Because fuck me, custodes were all over the heresy, contrary to popular thought. Not just at the siege of Terra and Prospero. Well, <laughs> the the custodes are the biggest legion, right? They actually actually they're the ones. That fought the heresy, not not the legions. So that's why it's so fluffy. If you play <laughs> Custodes, you know, yeah, they had nothing to do with the webway at all. Nope. No, no, no. Let's see. That's a myth that's perpetrated by forty uh, k players. Yeah. That's so fine. it was it was really just a battle between Custodes, right? Because right. you know they they could be heretics as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Traitor Custodes. That's the thing. Yep. You know what I think of when I think of forty k. AIDS? Yeah, well, a little different. Do you ever Google image search um, stump or micro penis? <laughs> Just putting it out there. O- only, only you would probably do that. That's good. Of course. While I'm driving. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I have, and it is horrifying. You're just like, what the fuck is going on? Sometimes they'll have little tuxedos on. Dude, it's awful. Like, oh my god. Like, uh... <laughs> I think somewhere in New York, um, it was like they're talking about on the Howard Stern show. 
like back in like early 2000s i really hope it exists because there's probably like a whole like facebook page for it but like aren't there competitions where like dudes dress up their micro penises and like people vote on them or something <laughs> that i have no idea to be honest with you with and uh i, I don't <laughs> i'm a little shocked you know about it what have you been googling <laughs> it, you ever okay all right so this is a t- this is not a 30k related podcast but it's called the tasteless gentleman if you listen to the tasteless gentleman that's how you learn about micro penises <laughs> just saying actually i learned i learned about this a different way so my friends i won't he experienced say it <laughs> I, yeah. I was I won't say her name Got on the him. podcast just in case she does listen to this because she's kind of into weird stuff. But she was going out with a guy who had a micro penis, and that's she was telling me the story about it. I was like, "This is something I don't need to know about." <laughs> My wife used to work with a chick who her whose boyfriend had a micro dick. He was so small, she had to sit on top because it would fall out otherwise. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And then on top of that. The guy was a dick. Oh, I probably because it was that big. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because he he worked at the five he worked at Five Guys Burgers and Fries, and I before I didn't know like this was the dude. And I went in there the one time, and he was just a total fucking douchebag. And then like my wife was telling me about this dude, and I was like, wait a minute, hang hang on a second. Is that is this what this guy looks like? She's like, uh huh, yep. The guy used to send his girlfriend dick pics and then the chick would be like trying to show all the chicks at my wife's work and my wife was like oh oh, oh, no you don't (laughs) wait like why would he try to show that off i don't know maybe maybe it was like some weird fetish or something you're the fucking psych dude i don't fucking know you tell me why would he try (laughs) to show that shit off there's some shit that even i don't fucking get Uh (laughs) yo maybe maybe he was proud of that Dude, sometimes people will say something and they'll be like, but like, I don't understand why that happens. Like, like, help me understand. I'm like, fuck if I know. And they look at me like, I really am paying you for this. <laughs> and that's how that goes. And they never come back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I'm usually drunk at most of your uh, my, uh, patients. Yeah. That's how I, I just, do. I normally just leave the room. And then come back when the session's over. <laughs> I, I mean, that's how I would deal with it if I had to listen to people's problems all day. I just, uh, I was really drunk. You can ask her to remind me about that. <laughs> Silence. Silence. Yeah. Uh, so we'll hit my poppy progress. So actually, I got a couple of things. So I, I managed to finish the the, the javelin. Uh, and speeder out, which was pretty came out pretty well. I'm happy with the way it looks. Just got to put some um, transfers on there, and then get the pilot and the gunner done. Nice. Um, so I picked out. I got to tell you a funny story though. So I, I go in and I buy these paints. Uh, scale seventy five. Seventy five. Because someone told me the metallic series is awesome. I buy it. I pop a hole in, and I'm like trying to squeeze, and I squeeze it. And the cap falls Uh-oh. out, and all the gold just goes over the model. I'm like, oh no! So I just bought this paint, and it's just gone everywhere. I'm like, what am I gonna do? So I managed to recoup most of it onto the 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 pad that I had it on. So I didn't lose a lot of the paint, but the model was covered in gold. So I ended up having to respray it and get it back to the way I wanted it to be. Ah, oh, why'd you bother? You play Custodes, don't you? 
custom. I've never owned a custodies model. Model. Okay. You can. Lewis, you can just try. say. Lewis, just say. Well, I've never. Well. <laughs> I'm. I'm feeling targeted right now. <laughs> um. So. <laughs> well, I've never. Well, technically, every model's a custodies. I mean, they they were the reason why Horace went to um the chaos side, right? Is God of custodies, right. and then they just end up having a war, right? That's just the, happened. The, custo- the custodes are definitely the only reason why Horus turned bad. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you just go back to the scene where he had that vision, and he had to go through the custodes, and they were basically telling him at that scene, "You should totally turn to chaos." When all of that craziness <laughs> happened, and his vision of like babies flying everywhere, I don't know. I remember you should, you should stop taking LSD before bed. <laughs> I'm just having visions of Horace. No, Horace had, I think it was in the second book. Hashtag um, Horace did nothing wrong. <laughs> that's what she said. Hashtag. About the same relevance. Um, no, he had like this dream and he was like where he saw all of like these babies and tanks. Oh, and then he, he blamed him. They, they weren't flying though. No, the, at that point, like that's where he thought Sanguinius was ended up being infected by chaos. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. I'm pretty sure we had this discussion on like the first episode. Did we? I don't think yeah. we did. Anyway, so you know, I had that part. <laughs> Let's just, just skip this and go. To, so I had that part. So then the second part is I. I so for anyone that doesn't know, I kind of browse the, the you know what's up for sale on a bunch of Facebook groups, and this one guy that had this—it's a gorgeous Ultramarines army up for sale. I messaged him, and he ended up coming me a pretty good deal. And we got talking, and he realized that we're on this podcast, and he listens to it, and he's selling a bunch of other stuff. And you know, when he realized it was on the podcast, he actually called me a really good deal. Um, to use to help people get into heresy, and I, you know, I'm pretty excited to have it. So he's telling me this Death God army, and I kind of want to give him a shout out, if you don't mind. So the guy's his his name is Curtis uh, Venetis. That's V E N E T I S. He does his uh, a, a paint service. So if you if you need models painted, and what he does is absolutely gorgeous, and uh, you know. He's given us such a good deal. I mean, heresy still lives. People still want to play it. And I'm pumped to give this guy a shout out. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, man. Curtis, you should uh, join our chat. If you go to the NJ30K Facebook page, join it. And then there's a link in there to just anyone can join the uh, the messenger chat. Any, fa- any fan of the show can join it, too. But he he's totally giving us a... a well, a really good deal on the army so we can use it for events. I'm pretty excited because, you know, there, there's always someone that shows up that doesn't have enough points, so it's always nice to have a spare army so they can be like, hey, I have this fully painted army you can play with. You know, or someone's just like, I'm looking to get in a heresy. It's like, here's an army. So you got the fun part from that. And uh, the dude was really chill and uh, pretty happy to, well, I'm I'm extremely happy to have this this work that he's He's basically giving me like a really good deal on this army, and and they're gorgeous too. Yeah, yeah man. like Surprise. the old. I'm surprised people didn't own. buy the Ultramarine army. It was a hundred. Like the 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 artwork on it is phenomenal. Honestly, let's be honest. It's it's 
It's because it's Ultramarines, man. Nobody wants to stoop down to that level. It's like, that's almost as bad as doing Salamanders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's almost as bad as running 15 Fire Drakes and losing, losing twice. twice. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking got him. So when those uh, Fire Drakes smash your uh, army's pieces, I'll be like, yeah, about that. <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll splash cold water on you and say, Lewis, wake up. Wake up, wake up. We're in the middle of a tournament, or not tournament, <laughs> game day. What are you doing? Why are you sleeping? <laughs> I was waiting for you to be like, Lewis, why is your, why is your dick out? <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Pretty much. Be- beats it in his sleep. <laughs> Yo, man, you've got to enjoy winning at one point in your life, whether it's in a reality world or dream and it's who cares <laughs> all that matters is that you experienced it somewhere so so we have that going on which is pretty cool and then uh so big shout out to him we'll probably mention i'll have his army at i'll have probably the ultramarines at betrayal so you know that's what nice. i'm probably gonna go with no and not gonna not gonna try 15 fire drinks no i'm gonna go for what's the um Really expensive unit from Ultra Ultramarines. What, uh, Victor Scissorines or whatever. Yeah, the ones that basically copied the Iron Warriors special unit. Oh, I don't know. is it? I don't know if it's them. I forget. I'm not very good with it's Ultramarines. Like, stuff. Uh, n- neither am I. But the army was gorgeous. I'm surprised someone didn't take it up and buy it. To be honest, it, it the guy did a phenomenal job. Um, so we have those, and then um. Yo, know, obviously we had the uh, the meeting about the upcoming event, and uh, that's pretty much my hobby progress for this week. You know. oh, I yeah, also but... sprayed I sprayed like ten uh, veterans for my uh, Emperor's children, trying to get the color scheme down on how I want the infantry to look. Nice. So I'm getting there with uh, them. Oops, getting sorry. there. Oh, obviously nice. at a. Doing a vehicle is different to doing the infantry. There's different techniques needed to get the the way it works. I don't know. I find painting vehicles is a lot easier. Yeah, it's, it's massively easier. You're if you have out. an airbrush, you know, if you have an airbrush, it's a that's like a shitload easier. If you have a brush, I'd rather fucking punch myself in the balls. I mean, the the thing I found, yeah, I mean, with the airbrush, you can highlight areas easier and get it to up more so I'm, I'm definitely for the airbrush on vehicles uh for infantry too i mean it's just trying to get the way you want certain areas to light up a little bit more is a little bit more tricky take some practice uh yeah yeah mm, yeah so it's a different canvas you know yeah man definitely a different canvas it's, I'm like trying to get used to it. Like one model ended up being too bright, so he's probably gonna have to get stripped and redone. <laughs> Another model I like the way they. I don't know. I'm like really being particular about it. I guess because it's like something I'm pretty like. I kind of want to try and do my best with it. Uh, I'm surprised you're stripping these models completely because airbrush paint is so thin. I mean, well, unless it's really fucked, you sh- should be able to go right over top of it. So they had my brushwork paint underneath, so I originally did them for the Talamanders, so like, that's the reason why. I gotcha. Like, it was a pretty thin uh, brush paint on there, because I, I, I watered it down with lamin- laminate medium. Lamian. 
yeah, it, it was like it wasn't heavy coats. I always do two thin coats, as uh, the Games Workshop guy always says, two thin coats. Because so, you get better brush, brush control with like the less uh, paint on the, mm-hmm. the runnier ears. It's easier to manipulate it a little bit. So they, they weren't thick, but like I'm like at this point I'm just gonna strip you. You've had like two layers, one brush and one air, so mm-hmm. don't want to push it. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so then we you know we had the meeting for the event, which I felt like pretty went pretty well. I think uh, Runestorm painting is gonna make an excellent addition for especially the narrative side of the event. Yeah. Instead of our drunk asses coming up with it. On the fly. Uh, on the fly. <laughs> yeah, so I think that, you know, for anyone that's planning to make a way out in February towards the end of it for our event, when we actually launch the official date, we got a lot of cool things planned for that event. So keep an eye out. So, I mean, that pretty much concludes hobby progress. Right? Did I yeah. miss anything out? Nope. No, that's good. All right. So now on to the big news. We're actually doing a giveaway because it's, you know, we've done 10 episodes at this point. We feel like it's a good time to give a giveaway. And uh, so for our giveaway, and we'll probably have this running for like two weeks. Two weeks sound good for everyone? Nah, give them a month. Let's give them a month. Four weeks. A month? A month? All right. So, so this giveaway is going to be a little bit different. So um, what we want to try and do is we have an idea for a logo, but we all suck at doing it. That's a fair way of saying that. Yep. And we basically want to challenge you guys, the listeners, and the, the, the prize is pretty worth it. So we want people to take our idea and kind of put it to computer or paper. Or computer, preferably, so we can use it. Computer, um, not paper. Computer. Unless you're going to mail that shit along with a scanner so we can scan it in. And then with yeah. the return shipping label, or tell us to keep the scanner. <laughs> <laughs> Throw a 3D Shane's printer really... while you're at it. <laughs> Shane's really in need of a new scanner. If you could just send a scanner. No, as we die, you could digress. So what we want from people is their best effort at drawing. So we want four jet bikes, and then the riders are the apocalypse men. Four, war- four horsemen of the apocalypse. Yep. Yep. So that that's the idea. We want that as a logo. And in terms of a prize, we are giving away to one lucky person. And it doesn't. In, uh, do we want care if it's inside the U.S. or out? Because we have listeners all over the world at this nope. point. Doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter where you are. And basically, the winner is going to win a Spartan. Right. Yep. Round yeah, we might break down the, the model a little bit, like, uh, so that it's easier for shipping, just an FYI. And by, like, break it down, I might just pulverize it into resin dust. <laughs> no, no, but, like, we'll probably, like, clip off some gates and, like, fills and stuff like that, just so that's lighter for uh, shipping. Shipping's not really going to matter because I could probably get a decent rate for my work. Yeah, but just to make it easier to, like, we don't want to abuse your works, kind you know, we don't want to abuse it, so. No. Just an FYI, if you get it, like if it looks a little funky, you know. So we want, you know, everyone, you know, it's a, it's open for a month, so you got a month to work on this. Um, all results, 
you know, send it to us in our road to damnation 30k at gmail.com uh, email. And, you know, winner is going to win a Spartan. So we're, we're totally down for, you know, that's what we want. It's your best attempt. We'll all judge it. Uh, maybe we might put it up on the Facebook group too so everyone else can have their, their opinion on it too. Sounds like a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and then hopefully we'll get like a really cool logo from it that we can print on t-shirts and sell. Yeah, that'd be fucking awesome. Bonus right. points if you make it so that we can put it on dice too. Cool, yeah. Yeah, or if might you can make even, like a, an iteration. Even, I might even throw in something else if you do that. Ooh. Out of like my a, personal stash. Like a shirt that says Lewis brought 15 fire drinks <laughs> and lost twice. <laughs> Ooh, man. You're gonna have a tough time living that one down, Lewis. <laughs> To be honest, I'm not. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna hate it because I was playing a Fort Fire on, and uh. you know, and the mission objective wasn't really to. So I was like, the second game, I could totally. That was my bad. I should have gone out the Spartan beforehand. But the, the first game, you know, it's the Fort Fire on really wasn't a mission, and once that cannon sits on you, and it's like shrimp ten, it's just like all right. Oh, it's cattle, so I'm gonna re-roll this. It's like, well, that's yeah, I don't, I don't even know what to do at that point. Mm, yeah, just start clenching the butthole. <laughs> pretty much, and, you know, well, I made that game pretty close, so I'm not well, even gonna complain about it. Well, that'll tighten your pucker. No, a put firing will definitely make you pucker. You know. Yeah, I mean, to Lewis's credit, he fucking takes it like a champ. He's a good sport. Oh, really? <laughs> I think you mentioned that in the wrong context. Not in that context. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> no, but like, to be fair, that game was super close. And to be fair to Ben, it, you know, I pretty much ignored it, got it down to the wire. It was like last turn. I just a couple of mistakes, and it would have been like a tie or some 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 crap like that. So, yo, know, I I if someone takes it, I don't really care. It's just. You know, at one point I was just like, he blew up two of my tanks in the first go. It's like, what am I going to do against it? I'm just going to ignore it and go for the mission. Like, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. If there's a way to tie it up somehow. Tie what? The poor fire. Like, if there is any way to tie it up in combat, like, get a, get like a thousand... Um, but you can't tie uh, it up in combat because it's a super walker, so it can just walk out. Or like, just get like a thousand snotlings or um, noblars from ogre kingdoms to like tie it up in combat because they're stubborn, right? <laughs> Crickets. I don't think you can tie it up in combat though, because it's a it it technically is a vehicle that can't be tied up in combat. I think the the only way to deal with like I I could have like if it was like to destroy like as many as I would have just focused all my fire on Wait. it. I thought walkers could be locked in combat. I don't think a knight can. A knight can, yeah. It can? Yeah. So if you get something tough enough that won't die from a D-stomp... <laughs> Say that sentence again. We <laughs> <laughs> just drop pod three leviathans surrounding it with, like, all melta. Yeah, if you just get something tough enough that will survive a D-stomp, 
I don't think many things would survive a D stump. How about like a couple of scoria? Can scoria survive it though? I don't know, I'll just regenerate. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just talking out of my ass. Just remember when I faced you and I got my D weapon hit you and it did six wounds plus D6. And I ended up rolling a six. That's 12 wounds. Yeah, dude. You, I remember those two games. My Terminator unit did my 10 man, no, 11 man Terminator unit with Chain Fists, a uh, Primus Medicaid, everything. And they, they all had, they were two up, three up. Five up, and they were just fucking one shotted pretty much. Two yeah, games I, in a row. That was awesome. Like, I like D weapons. I think that they do help with the bigger games, making it go quicker, but it's like you get hit by one, you're just like, ah, it is what it is. There's nothing I can do. <laughs> do we want to talk at all about what we talked about for like that the big table at the event? Do we want to give that a wager shit? Because hmm. I think that seems really exciting. Nah, we don't want to give away like that whole build up to that. I I feel like so what Chris is referring to is we come up with this really cool idea where <laughs> and that's all they're gonna hear. <laughs> that's all they're gonna hear until we've actually released the no. Even when we release the player packet, we're not releasing the mission. So it's all they're gonna hear. You show up to the event. I forget what yeah. day it's on, but it's the day, the weekend after Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day weekend, sorry. The weekend after that. So it's around the 20th sometime. So what I'm saying is you should be able to get away because you just had a weekend for your lady. Yes. Mm-hmm. And if you can't get away, then maybe you need to reevaluate what kind of device you store your balls in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. What Chris, I will give away directed at you. Oh. <laughs> what I will give away is for the armies. We are we're going away from the traditional sense of prizes on this. And so basically when you sign up for our event, we take none of the money. We just fund it into like prizes and cool giveaways. So one of them that we all kind of agreed on was so we want people to write fluffs, fluff based stories for their armies. And we're going to do best fluff. And we'll, when we receive them, we'll compile them all together and we'll actually read them on the podcast. I feel like that's a good thing to talk about. Well, yeah, we won't read them live. But uh, they Why will not? be read. I'm Why not? not? We can get really drunk and just read them live. Why not? Because people will definitely <laughs> want to listen to that. <laughs> hey, they might. You never know. <laughs> yeah. If you want to listen to that, please send us an email at Road to Damnation. <laughs> what is it, Road to Damnation? Fuck, I fucking suck at this. God damn it. What's the goddamn Road to, Road to Damnation, buddy K at gmail.com. <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> and, and we'll totally do a drunk. I mean, we, I'll fucking pretty, do a drunk. Are you kidding me? That we're pretty fucking... much there this tonight, but let's go for that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> So yeah, we're totally. So that's one thing. Like this is we're thinking of convention, different ways to like kind of give out prizes. Like best painted. There's always a best painted. So we're trying to think like, should a prize be for best hobby progress? Give us your original model and where you're at right now. That'd be a yeah, surprise. yeah. Like over the past year or something like that. I feel I like that cool. challenge you to think like, yo, have I improved? Yeah, you because. Know, that's like a big thing about this. Like 
painting is like the improvement definitely helps confidence. Oh yeah, shit like that. So that that's that's where we're thinking for the event, you know. Um, so there's some cool things. We got some cool stories lined up. We got some cool narrative events set up and some new things. They'll definitely be Adeptus Titanicus for anyone that's wondering. Yep. Which pretty sick for that to appear into the event. Hopefully, draw some people in that didn't realize heresy existed. Yeah, man. So we have that. Um, is there anything else we kind of want to give a hint away for the event, or just leave it at that? It's going to be extremely fucking narrative based. Like, yeah, um, don't, don't, don't show up expecting to that tactics and a hard list are going to carry the day because if you show up and we see your list and it's harsh, you, I guarantee something's going to show up on the table. That's going to fuck your face in <laughs> just, I'm just putting it out there. I, if I see it like hope if you, I mean, you can bring it, just make sure you wear like camouflage or something. So I don't see it because if I see it, I'm, I'm going to fuck it. Just put lube on your asshole because when Shane finds out what's actually going on, he will go yep. in dry. Don't like because I give you something to bite onto. Just gonna shove it in. Yep. I don't care if your opponent's got one model left. I'll find a way. Oh yeah, that'd be the best, man. Someone's about to like it's like turn two and you they got one model left and you're just like, hey buddy, you want a warlord? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could happen. That'd be hilarious. So I'm thinking that I might do a poll on the Facebook group for giveaway, whether it's a custom template set or a like uh, game table ruler. Like, which would people prefer? Because mm-hmm. I know you get templates with like Necromunda, Titanicus, pretty much any box set that's come out that's a game base where they haven't got rid of templates they've they've given it to you Mm. um so i'm thinking like maybe it's you know maybe we'll put that out there and see what people vote on and then go from that i've got Uh, this one uh like measuring template that was given to me oh uh someone that actually listens to our show and um oh really thing yeah well not recently like he gave it to me before we had a podcast um but awesome dude we actually talked about having him on as a guest at some point, but um, what I'm getting we're really is- bad with this. We talked about having him on as a guest, but still with are on. But we'll get to it. We'll get to it at some point. Yeah, but um, anyway, it's it's really handy though. Like I use the thing every game I play, rather than use a bulky ruler. So, I, if we could do something like that, I would prefer that. We'll put that up as a vote, as like a poll on the Facebook page. And once again, if you guys aren't. If you want to get more involved and give us feedback on the podcast or, you know, the Facebook Talk shit page, about us. that too, or you want to post your hobby progress, you know, for the community, go to our Facebook page, just Road to Damnation. Um, just to ask to join, one of us will let you in and, you know, feel free to post whatever questions, advice, you know, it's, it's 30K related. So, and we'll post shit up on there occasionally too. I say yeah. occasionally. All right, so we have that down. So, you know, once again, contest. Want to win a Spartan? 
our logo designs. You know, we'll send it anywhere in the world. We're just looking for the best logo. Submit it. You got a month. So from this date, so we'll, I don't know what time is this. We're gonna be up to Christmas at this point. Just past Christmas? No, November. Wow, wow. I'm messing up. I'm just putting it out there. I can be bribed. Just saying, I can <laughs> be bought. <laughs> <laughs> Shane said if he really likes it, he'll find something else. I don't know. Could be a deal. Yeah. We don't know. It's it's you know what? It's at my own discretion. It just depends on how amazing it is. It it could be anything. I have a lot of unpainted shit that I probably will never get to, so <laughs> Yeah. So uh, I mean other than that, I mean, let's go to news for what's coming up, and obviously I'm going to keep bashing on about Betrayer, so uh, Shane? Yeah, so Betrayer, part four. Uh, we are hosting it at the Adventurers Guild in Pennsylvania. It is November 17th, starting at 11.30am. Did you keep and... moving this earlier? I don't get it. Yeah, well, I mean, this time I'm actually looking at the event page. So that I wouldn't, I wouldn't fuck the dog on this one. Like I actually got the, you know, I gotta watch. I can't say that anymore. Now I have a dog. Yeah, this is this is. I don't want to. Your brand new puppy is gonna be like having nightmares. Life. <laughs> don't dog it unless you tried it. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. So, Lord of uh, three thousand points, uh, six hundred fifty point Lord of War cap. Uh, we also have uh, a 500 point sideboard and we are also making the option that if you don't have 3000 points but you can make 1500 if you can find a partner you can team up 1500 each versus either two other 1500 point players or someone with a 3000 point list yo shane not to interrupt you before you continue uh-huh if i can't find a partner what's the best way of finding a partner uh best way of Find a partner is to hop onto PA30K Facebook group and post up there about you know what you're looking for, dude looking for dude for betrayer. Uh, and if you still can't find a partner, uh, you can message either look up <laughs> myself on Facebook. Uh, you can email the podcast. You can email um, Pennsylvania30K at gmail.com. Really, you just find a way, post anywhere, and guaranteed one of us will find you, and we will, we will get you somebody. You will have a partner, whether it's myself or one of the other EOs, but we will make sure that you have a partner. All right. And then, now I interrupt you. You totally forgot what you were meant to say. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, Custodes are allies only. And well, I can't be a traitor and be in custodes. Nope, can't be a traitor and be custodes. Um, Everybody knows that custodes are traitors. The other thing we're doing this time is that it's a three color minimum to come. However, uh, fully painted is encouraged, and the way we are encouraging that, is if you are only three color minimum, you will loot subtract points from your side's to total victory in the campaign. Uh, in the in the uh, Hayden system system, excuse me. So keep that in mind. So basically, what he's saying is, 
get those fucking armies we, painted. Get them painted. But like, if you get to a, say, if you're a busy guy, like let's say Chris, and you know you try your best to get it painted. If you get to a free color standard, no one's gonna care. You're just gonna lose a couple of points. One point. You'll lose one point. All right. I, I was trying to make it worse than it sounded, but you know you lose one point, but you still get to come and play. So you know the community saying, "Hey, we don't want you not to come, but we want you to at least try." Yep. Right. Fair play. Yep. Yeah. But you'll also lose a point if you're not based either. So. so that's two points. Two points. Yeah. Someone, someone's sanding. It sounds like air blasting. I don't know what that is. Someone's sanding. It's not me. What the fuck is that sound? I have my fume hood running in the background. No, it's not it. Oh well. It's I have a fan. I have a fan going. Dude, like you're def- Someone is definitely filing a miniature. This is totally getting ed- edited out. I take it. No, we don't edit on this show. It's just gonna stay. Yeah. I guess I'll find out when I go and discover whose track it's on, and I'll just delete their track. So it'll sound really. Oh incredible. shit! Not really. I wouldn't do that. It's probably your fucking track, Chris. As we've totally lost track of this whole. Is this kind of right now? with sandpaper. All right, so we're gonna go back to uh, betrayer talk. Betrayer. Yeah, betrayer talk. So we got yeah. Kosodi's are, are traders. Um, yes. There's a twenty percent <laughs> deficit on them, so models are twenty percent cheaper. No, no. Oh yeah. Fuck <laughs> you. No. All right. Shut up. No. Fucking, there is no tax on points, okay? But they're allies only. But I will tell you this: if if you do, where they're highly discouraged, and if you do run custodes, you'll get a lot of fucking dirty looks from myself. Did I drop out or something? No. Oh, okay. It got we really just, quiet all of a sudden. We were just we were just listening to your voice. That's all. Um, follow the sound of my voice and kill the whoever's holding the phone. No, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> so yes um you guys got me all fucked up now <laughs> once again it's custodies of traders they're 20% cheaper bring a ton of them to betraya oh it's... yeah you'll get a lot of high eyebrows from myself if you bring any custodies and you may or may not be paired up with people that have really brutal lists intentionally made so they <laughs> can <laughs> Mess with custodies. <laughs> All right, so so we have custodies are, are, and betrayer are technically loyalists, even though they should be traitor. Uh, they'll cost twenty percent more. And um, oh. yeah, betrayer is the seventeenth. Yep, November seventeenth. November seventeenth at the. You're coming to that, right? I will yeah. definitely be there. I have booked off. I still undecided uh, if I have someone coming down with me, whether we're getting a hotel or I'm coming by myself, but I will definitely be there. Well, if you come by yourself, let me know, man. You always crash at my place. I will definitely be that lazy person that's like, I would rather sleep somewhere and not have to drive six hours that day. It's probably I, more than I, that. I don't blame you, man. Let me know. Maybe we can, uh, depending on when you get there, maybe we can smash out a game of Titanicus in my basement. Sounds nice. like a plan. And I will definitely be there. Uh, hopefully, maybe we can get a slightly off recording of uh, the podcast. Yo, that would be fucking dope. Chris, get your shit together. <laughs> uh, I'll do my best. 
No, no, not you know, you know what we're gonna do, Lewis. We're gonna have our own special fucking bromance episode. Dude, it was like call it, we're gonna call it Storming Bromaha Beach <laughs> <laughs> to take out Bros of Stalin. <laughs> we can bro out. Yeah, That's I, all I got. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I think you did a great job. I'm proud of you for for putting forth the effort. I try. Dude, we can have the the, the pre conversation before the betrayer and the the after <laughs> conversation about betrayer. Dude, we gotta record. Right, I saw slagging up everyone. We gotta record during when I'm completely fucking shit faced. So. I I will make this a habit. Maybe we can get a bunch of people on. Oh my god! It would be like, yo, Chris is gonna oh, ask no. you questions, and we'll put the headset on them. And Chris is like, how drunk is Shane? <laughs> <laughs> on a scale of one to running around naked in public, how drunk is Shane? <laughs> yo, I mean. If I can get there, I'll bring both my laptops so we could have two people, you know, set it up that way you could, like, interview people. Yeah, dude, you know, that'd be fucking dope. If someone finishes dope. a game early, have them sit down and just, they could do a quick, um, or, like, put two people on that just played a game. Yeah. And actually have, like, a record, like, a little recap of the, their discussion of the game. Fuck yeah, man. That could be a lot of fun. Fuck yeah. Yeah, man. We could probably even do a live recording of who's got the best painted. There you go. Walk around, be really drunk, and just be like, "Nah, that painting shit." I don't know what Dude, they're it, talking about. It's, it's it's gonna be messy. That's all I can say. The only the only saving grace is the fact that I don't have to technically take any models. So <laughs> I'm gonna try and get out there the night before or sometime beforehand to drop my shit off. That way, <laughs> someone can drive my ass out there. <laughs> nice. It's gonna be great. All right. But yeah, come to Betrayer. If you have any questions, uh, if you're curious about it, just uh, look me up. Um, either th- just po- just post in the New Jersey chat, honestly, or email the show and get in contact with me. And uh, I'll do my best to answer any questions you have. And if I don't know the answer, I'll tell a really convincing lie. That's the best way of doing it. Always oh, lie. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Dishonesty is the best policy. We're going to convert Shane to, to just move to New Jersey. I'm not moving to Jersey. <laughs> well, you don't, not. You don't. You don't. Yo, like but didn't you, didn't you just didn't you just hear what happened in PA, Pittsburgh? <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah, man, that New Jersey is sounding pretty safe right now. <laughs> Can we not go there? Like, I already went there. Can't <laughs> 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 please not. What, just, we should just we should just have armed guards. No, everywhere. stop. Can we just stick to thirty? <laughs> no, stop. 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 I'm, you know what? This is where I'm cueing the Michael Jordan fucking uh, video clip. Stop it. Get some help. Alright. So we'll move on to tonight's main topic of this episode. So you're uh, 30k curious. Like Chris. And... <laughs> well, he's bi-curious, but yeah. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. And you, mean, you're, think, you're thinking about starting an army and you don't know where the hell to go and what to do and you, you're reading Rights of War and some crap like that and you're kind of like, what the fuck do I do? You know, it can be kind of daunting. Like, do I do I become Mechanicum or do I do I play in Stasis or a, a cult, a militia? I don't know. Whatever you want to do. Right. All you know is you want to get into this fucking hotness and fucking kill some shit. Right, and you're like, wow, models are pretty expensive. What the fuck do I do? Do I buy this model off the bat? Or do I buy this model off the bat? Like, I don't know. 
Like, and you're like, oh, this chaos, like, what do I do? So, we're going to kind of run you through some basics of, like, starting a core army. Like, yeah. You know, what is the core to get you into, I don't know, an escalation lead, league? Which yeah. is uh, a league that starts you off in a small size and then eventually grows you into a bigger army. Yeah. And that might also help you, like, decide, you know, hey, fuck it, I, I realize that I'm getting killed this way, I need this unit. But that's for a later episode. So, this is, like, the core starting army. So. As a noob, where do you start? So I, I was thinking about I, I've been thinking about this a lot actually, and uh, I'm gonna attack this from a legion standpoint, and then also uh, I have a few suggestions from a like you know if you want to do mechanicum standpoint. Now, if you want to do militia or auxilia, then yeah, I would just suggest either emailing the show <laughs> or posting in the in the podcast <laughs> Facebook group. None of us are coherent enough to answer that one right now. <laughs> oh no, no, no. So let's just start with this is low hanging fruit. Let's go with the uh Legion first, right? So if you can find it, uh I would go with getting a betrayal of Kalth box. Um you'll get that either off of eBay, Amazon, uh some of your local game stores might have it. Good recommendations. Or you can just email uh, Shane and he might or might not have like three boxes of it lying around somewhere. Fuck off, they're mine. Can't <laughs> have it. Go go somewhere else for charity. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad I bought up on those things, man. Oh, they're so worth it. But um, that's so that's the model start. Um, do we want to talk about books or? Yeah, man. Like if I'm starting an army, what do I buy? Like. There's like red books, there's black books, there's uh yeah. Okay, so the best place if you're generically want to start, you just generally want to get into it, and you don't know what legion you want to do, but you know you want to do legions, you need to buy the Legiones Astartes Age of Darkness Age of Darkness Army List book. And you also need to buy the Age of Darkness rule book. Those are the two books you absolutely one hundred percent need to start. Now where it gets a little tricky is once you decide what legion you want to do cuz there's there's two books you would need to buy if you want to do legions if you well, want to do before you go into that like technically you don't need to buy them you could do a basic legion out mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. uh, studies book you just wouldn't mm-hmm. have any of the special rules that legion yep 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 so like if you just want to run a very basic game where you're like a squadron and you want to associate yourself with this legion, you could do that, but it's not going to have any of the specifics to that legion. Right. Yeah, you just won't have any of the flavor. But if you want the flavor, then what Shane's about to say makes 100% sense. Yeah, so uh, basically, if you want to do Space Wolves or A Thousand Suns, you need Book 7 Inferno. And that's going to have... All your legion-specific units, your legion-specific rights of war, your legion-specific rules, uh, everything you need to get you started. Um, you don't technically have to read the whole book. You could just skip to the rules section, but it's always recommended with those book black books to read the whole book because they're just they're just really 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 well written and totally worth their money. Now, if you're gonna do any of the other legions then you want to get the um oh crap 
much Legion of Studies Legions book where it's like yes Army Legions Age of Darkness Legions that's right yeah yeah I had to look at my book I was like totally drawn a blank there basically it has a big eye of horse on the front and that has the rules for Imperial Fist you know I think I think there might even be Blood Angels and Dark Angels in there no there's no book six so it's um Death Gods Sons of Horus, Night Lords, Ultramarines, Salamanders, Raven God, um, World Eaters, World Eaters, Night Lords, Night Lords, Iron Hands. Is um, Iron Hands in there? Oh, yep, Iron Hands, I'm, Word Bearers. It's basically every other Legion that came out before Book Seven, I want to say, and then Book Eight. Six. Six. All right. So, you know, in, so you have your core army, and then say you actually want to get some of the Legion-specific rules. This is where you adventure into this. But, like, for core army, all right, so we got a core army. Like, Chris, how did you go about building your army to start off with? Well, it was back before there was even the um, Age of Darkness rulebook. Um, but uh, wait, did I get that right, or is that the, did I just refer to the podcast? No, no, you got it right. The age of darkness. Right, cool. You're good. You're not that drunk. <laughs> Clearly, we know what we're talking about because we're all, to some varying degree, intoxicated. <laughs> Very like, I think I've repeated so many things at so many points of this this episode. It's just it, it is what it is. And Gonna be also, a shit show, losing viewers yeah. again, listeners. Fuck, god yeah. damn it! Yeah. We haven't we haven't insulted a particular type of person yet, so it's not a hundred percent. We're not gonna lose it for that point yet. I mean, we could start right now. No, no, no you, you, you no. You started the podcast off excellently. <laughs> Magic players are all hating us right now. <laughs> yeah, just cover your ass crack, and you're good. Ah. Uh. God damn it. Can we just talk for a second about how there's like a dude that would go to like magic <laughs> tournaments and just pose next to fat dudes with their ass cracks sticking out? Are you saying you don't like that? I love it. The fact oh, okay. that it exists is amazing. Oh, I I I meant you just love the ass cracks hanging out. <laughs> of course. Dude, you drop walk by, just drop a pencil in there, see if it stayed. <laughs> and that's how Chris lost the vision in his right eye. <laughs> Could you imagine seeing some dude swinging around like a turtle on its back trying to get it out? <laughs> I can't reach. So, anyway, so <laughs> it's like a turtle, right? But it's standing. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we just derail ourselves. I don't even know how we did this. This is so fucked. <laughs> Here's us trying to have this serious part of the podcast. Oh my it's god, it's like the dude that told my buddy he would look like Danny Trejo at fucking Nova Open this year. Oh my god. <laughs> it was like, what? <sighs> Sorry, continue. So... All right, sorry. I had to catch my breath. I was actually laughing. <laughs> um, so, well, it was, what, 2015? And I was um, 
I finally found people to play heresy with. Finally. Before <laughs> uh, you're gonna be like, I finally lost my virginity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that too. And um so I was like, alright. And it took a lot of um thinking, but I just settled on um Imperial Fists for whatever reason. And um I don't know why, because they're fucking yellow. And that shit was not easy to figure out. Um, but I basically just like I was like I don't know I just picked the fucking legion you know like worst case scenario you can just repaint the models especially if you start with just basic infantry so that's what I did um, I mean I don't really I didn't I didn't even choose them really because of any rules reason or or even I don't know the only I think I just saw like a uh, Imperial Fist army that was painted really well, and I let, like the yellow really stood out to me. And I was like, "Wow, that looks fucking awesome! I want to do that." So that's actually how I settled on Imperial Fists. And then, so I started painting infantry. I was doing a twenty man or a twenty. I was painting twenty two guys because I did a, a Centurion, a twenty man unit, and then with an apothecary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it was also right when um, the dude. Tom, who uh, founded the NJ30K Facebook page, like he had saw my post. I, I guess I posted out there, um, and he, I guess he was looking to start a group. So I posted like looking for people to play 30K, and um, so we started like almost like an escalation where like it was like you know started off at like 500 points or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we're using like something kind of like ZM rules, you know, so you could just have one unit. Oh, that's nice. Um, yeah, it was really cool, and like we started playing games like that. It was a lot of fun. Um, and then I was listening to I Have Horus, and they were talking about Stone Gauntlet, and I was like, "That sounds awesome!" So I finished painting my twenty-man unit and just bought an assload of breachers, and that's how I settled on my army. Really, like uh, initially, it was just I really liked the yellow that I saw on on an army, and then. I learned more about the army, and I was like, sweet, that's awesome. Like, I love the idea of, like, just a wall of just dudes with shields, or, like, you know, a bunch of dudes with shields, like, in 300, just in a circle. You know, just, like, you know, one, yeah. the dude, what is it, like, the dude to the left or the right defends the dude next to him, and so on and so forth, you know? Yep. And that's really what got me really excited about Imperial Fists. It just... Just that so that yeah yeah the yellow of the imperial fist is pretty fucking dope yeah especially if it's done well yeah and i'll tell you man it is not an easy color to learn it's the first full army i've ever painted um because i was like in and out of the hobby for a long time and I- i'd jump around like i'd start painting an army and then i'd buy another army and start painting it and then buy another one like back when I was playing fantasy. So, yeah. I think I, I said in another podcast, like every one of my units is basically a different style. Because so I was just learning as I went along. But anyway, so that's, how I, that's how I got on Imperial Fists. Nice. I think the best way, if you're going to, I mean, that's a great way to do it. Like, I don't know. Like if you can't find fluff that motivates you, then definitely find something that 
find exciting to paint because you're not going to paint something if it doesn't excite you. Yeah. Um, the best way, like, but if, if you're not like, if you're not a slave to that and like, you can easily, you know, if you have a lot of motivation and shit, then, um, the, the black books, I would say it's probably the, the shortest way as far as reading goes to, uh, find a legion to get excited about. But, uh, if you want to go the long route, then start reading the black library books. That's, uh, you know, there's, there's books on pretty much every legion. Well, yeah, every legion. And uh, you can learn a lot about just the different stuff that they did during the heresy, which can get you pretty excited. Like I, I read uh, Angels of Caliban, and I was like, oh, my God, like I have to have a Dark Angels Dreadwing Force. So I've been slowly buying that up from Forge World and putting the bits together. And eventually, if I ever get transfers from Forge World, RIP, I will... Uh, <laughs> put them together and uh, finally get them bad boys start painted. Alright. So wait, what what is what does it cost to get the, the three main books with the price increase? I only remember. Yes so. Yep, well, pretty much. I'm actually going to the Forge World right now. Let's look at the fucking prices. I'm glad you're looking because I'm working on this uh Oh God! Sorry, I'm like well, never ep- epic podcast recording. Shane taking a yawn. I know. I'm like fucking my, dying here. My dog keeps farting. I'm gonna have to go take him out in a minute. Let <laughs> him use the new litter box I built out there. Dog's yeah. got a shit, huh? Yeah, like it, And if it's there's two dogs, and if it's the one. Then I'm gonna walk upstairs and see a turret at the top of the steps if I don't get out there soon enough. <laughs> Fucking asshole. I should probably take my, my dog out for a quick piss. Let's see. Where are the fucking books? Well, while you're doing that, I mean, so, you know, we have, like, you bind a book, so you got the reds and the blacks. Essential to play the game is the red book. At least minimum is the rule book, which will tell you the basic rules to the game, which on uh, IRHARS, they call the Bible. Um, and then you have, uh, depending upon whether you want to play Mechanicum, Imperial Militia, or uh, Astartes, you have the red book that associates with that. That is like the core basics to play the game. Yep. yep. Yo, dude, this is amazing. They've never... Actually done this before, so <laughs> the um, so it's what sixty five dollars for the main rule book, and then so the the normal the red books normally go for fifty each, but if you buy the two space marine ones like the legions and then the um, armless mm-hmm. one, it's eighty six dollars. Oh, that's a good price. There you go. Yeah, yeah, that is really cool. That's actually something that they're doing right. So, um, that's cool. And then, yeah, let me just double check. The main rule book is, I believe, um, 65. Let's see. So it's like a hundred. Yeah, no, 62. 
So what? Eighty what was it? Eighty five or eighty six? One hundred and forty plus tax. You're looking at one fifty, whatever shipping is for the main rule book plus the Legion of Studies and Legion's book. Yeah. So less than one hundred and fifty for all three books. That's not too bad. I mean, it's still a lot of money to start playing a game. But the thing is, they're they're not going to be replaced for a while because book eight's not even out yet and they're not going to come out with new red books right after book eight drops so they're, they're going to wait at least like half a year probably so like the main rule book's good for a long time but the the two red books like the army list and then the legions book um you know those are going to be updated as time goes on it's pretty crazy i mean that's not bad, you know, if you think about it, those books aren't even throwaway. They're like, they're such a nice book. Yeah. Quality is up there. Um, the black books are excellent. I mean, if, if you really want to get into, like, missions and be involved in, like, the narrative side, the black books are a definite must if you're into oh, that. Yeah, completely must-haves if, you, if you're into that kind of stuff. You have to have them. They're so good. But also note the except for book seven, those, those three, yeah, yeah, those <laughs> three red, book seven. <laughs> no, but those three red books literally give the ability to play every legion with a hundred percent of the, well, not a hundred percent of the rules because I guess you don't have anything that's in book six or seven. Um, so if you want to play blood angels, dark angels, or white scars, you need book six. Oh wait, no, is that book six? Yep, it's book six. <laughs> What the fuck is book seven? Oh, it's uh, that's uh, uh space wolves and thousand suns. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but for what you get out of those three books for hundred and fifty bucks, basically, you really do kind of get a lot out of that because normally in forty k you're gonna spend what fifty, sixty bucks on a single book that you're gonna replace in a year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And honestly, I mean, if you're going to play Space Wolves or Thousand Suns, just quit the hobby right now and get the <laughs> hell out of the fucking room. No, I'm just kidding. No, that's fine. <laughs> no, nah, um, yeah. Well, if you think about it, like you pay 40 bucks for a codex in 8th edition. It's softback and it's not that well constructed. This is like a hardback book that's really nice quality paper and it's very durable. So I mean, yeah, you, get, get a, you get you get a much better product, definitely for sure. Um, all right, so so we gone through the books, you know. So, so let's go into like, all right, I want to start an army. What do I need to play a game? So you'll definitely want at least twenty tactical marines. I mean, that's your basic troop tax that you need to play the game. Um, that gets you two bare minimum ten man tactical squads. They could double up as vets. Let's let's be real. Like, yeah, I mean, if you're looking to get into 30k for the the cheapest price, for the lowest entry cost possible, then I would suggest running the Right of War Pride of the Legion. Yes, uh, we, because should we using... go for Right of Wars? Yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Is, <laughs> You're uh, like, yeah, fuck, I didn't want to talk about this. But yeah, I guess since we're there. <laughs> so, so pray, pray, there's every thousand, once you hit a thousand points, uh, you can run what's called a Praetor, and he's got a rule called pri- uh, ma- what's it, Master of the Legion. Is that yep. what it is? Master of the Legion allows a right of war. Yep. 
which uh, enters this whole... It gives you some abilities. I, I guess as picking your army, it gives you some options. Yeah. That's the best way of describing it. And it, it's to represent a specific tactic that the that legion or that force would, would, would run. Yeah. Or it so, was typical for them. Or you have a generic one, which is Pride of the Legion. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Pride of the Legion is basically like Terminator slash Elite troops shock troops heavy the reason you want to do that if you're trying to keep your entry costs low is you know those these elite troops are, are very points heavy so you won't need a lot of models but you'll still be able to get high up in points now i'm not saying it's going to be a good list depending on what you take but you know you, you'll be playing and if you're playing against the right people it won't matter if it's a good list or not because you'll still be having shitloads of fun and probably still winning yeah. I mean, the great thing, so Shane mentioned you, 20 Marines. They could double up as veterans. You know, obviously they'll probably be missing some key features, but, you know, that veterans are a little bit more point heavy and they give you a little bit different uh, abilities, like multi bombs that are uh, the whole squad. And you can take two heavy weapons for every, it's one for every five troops. So if you run a 10 man squad, you can have two heavy weapons in there. So, I mean, that, that right there is enough points to kind of get you going. Um, and then Shane actually briefly touched on uh, the Praetor, which uh, can be a model that, you know, you can kit bash. A lot of people kit, kit bash and they look pretty awesome. Or you can go with, um, there's a model out there, a kit, a Praetor model that they have on Forge World site. Which is um, an awesome model. It is an awesome model, um, which the Praetor is basically the your commander who has Master of the Legion, so he gives you that right of war. You know, Pride of the Legion basically gives you the ability to take elite as troop choices. So, force organization charts, you know, straight off the bat, if you run a crusade, um, the straight force organization chart for that is one HQ, two troops as a minimum. Right? Yep. Okay. There's yeah, a bunch of it. a bunch of different options, but that's what you have to run as a minimum. So twenty troops gives you two ten man tactical squads, and then having a Praetor will give you a HQ. So therefore you have the core basis of the army. It's whether it's a good army or not. It's it's really depending on who you're playing and how you want to run them. Some people prefer to run them true to fluff. Some people want to run them utilizing special units, but that's the core basics of an army. And then you have uh, from there, you can kind of tailor it off to any way you want at this point. Yeah, I mean, depending on what legion you go with, you know, you can take. You can go with Legion-specific units. You can go with special characters. It's really whatever you want to do. A lot of people like to get their Primark right away. Or like like if you're doing Imperial Fists, they might want to go with like Sigismund or um, Pollux. It just, it, it's really whatever direction you feel like taking your list. Um, you could go straight for Flyers, you know, whatever. But if, if you, for example, brought the Betrayal Cow Box, that came with 30 Marines. You can build 10 of them up as veterans. You can give them heavy weapons. You can build the other two as 10-man tactical squads. 
So that's Bursy Troops right there. And then straight off the bat, you get a Contempted Dreadnought and five Cataphraki, plus yeah. a Praetor in uh, Cataphraki armor. And a so, Chaplain. I mean, and a Chaplain. Uh, Ch Chaplain's good for close combat increasing, but I've yet to find a decent use for him. It's because you don't play world leaders. <laughs> it's so great. I've been wanting to assemble and build and paint a chaplain. I've got um, back before Chapter House like took some of the shit off their website. Like mm -hmm. back when they were selling stuff as pewter. Um, I got a lot of shit from them, and I have like a cool chaplain head and some um, yeah, some cool shit I wanted to to use in thirty k. Nice. But also, like, I really wanted to talk about if you're starting 30k, a basic 20 man tax squad can be brutal in low point games. I mean, they can be brutal in any game, really, but um, if you're doing mostly like infantry, uh, you know, like playing someone mostly with infantry, and you have a 20 man tax unit, especially with an apothecary for an extra, like, what, 55 points, just give them my. Um, Artificer armor, and uh, you're good. Um, you can fuck shit up because you get Fury of the Legion. So if you don't move your unit at all for a whole turn, um, the following turn you get to shoot double. So if they're within 12 inches, then you get what 48, then you get 80 shots, right? Rapid fire. Yeah, because it's rapid fire, so they get two shots per unit. You then, shots it doubles that. Yeah, and then if they're within um, 24 inches and you get 40 shots, and it's just fucking brutal. Like, I'll never forget, like, I was playing a game back when I first started playing Heresy. Um, it was actually against uh, Tyler. He played him at my house recently. Yep. Um, and he had, like, his Praetor on top of a building with a whole unit and they're like a bunch of terminators and shit. Mm -hmm. And my 20 man tack unit shot 80 shots and just killed the entire unit, including the Praetor. Damn. Like it was so cool. I'll never forget that game. It was just, you know, cause it was pretty low points. Like we were just at that threshold of having a Praetor. Well, and, you gotta, uh, you gotta think like if you have like a, a tax, you got 80 shots coming at you, the probability that you'll pass all of them is very slim. So, like, the probability is definitely on your side for that. Yeah, and it was just, it was a lot of fun. Um, I I love tack units. Like, if I wasn't running Stone Gauntlet, I would have a shitload of tack marines. I'd actually, I personally like them more than vets. I don't know. I just, I just, I don't know, I feel like that you have a bunch of them all tooled out. You give them each a, um, a second, like a combat blade or an extra chainsword. And then, just base, they have two attacks. Then you charge, that's three attacks. You have 20 guys, so that's 60 attacks on a charge. And if they get, get charged, you still have 40 attacks back, you know? So, Chris, so, you actually you actually just missed a vital point. You covered, but didn't explain. So I'm just going to bring it back to that. So your basic loadout of a tactical squad is he's got a bolter, and you can give him well, they, they come with a bolter, a bolt pistol. Yeah, but you can give them a chainsaw or a, it's... I don't even know the difference between, like, a... Uh, what is it? A sword or a, a combat blade or a chainsaw? 
I don't know the difference, but you can give them either or. It doesn't matter. Right? Which allows yeah. them to get plus one attack. So when they're going in, their base attack becomes two. So it says that they only get one attack. So if you went into close combat and you charge, you get two attacks for the charge and one for base. But if you give them the extra close combat weapon, they get two attacks. So that's three attacks. Mm-hmm. Totally just threw me off right there. But you know, going beyond the point. Um, so then you have that. Um, so it's pretty crazy that they can get that much. And it's a pretty cool unit. For anyone that's starting out, you know, as much as we rambled on about it, that Betrayal Cap box is pretty sick. Yeah, it's definitely worth the money. <clears throat> well, not anymore. Yeah, um, if you can find it. That's If not... You know, I guess they, uh, they they'd rather sell the individual kits. Yeah, I mean it's a little bit surprising, but you know, I I know that you can still buy plastic marines for Mark Three and Mark Four armor. I know they're out there still, uh, a little bit more pricey, but they're out there. Um, if you wanted to add to that list, the Contemptor is always a great addition to a list. Yes, Contemptors are always good, no matter what your legion. They're just solid performers with uh, either I like the carries uh, assault cannon. I think that's a pretty solid weapon. That's rending on six, right? Yep. That's yep. that's key. Um, I, that's always a good addition. I like taking Cataphraki. I, I don't know about you guys. I think they're a pretty solid unit. Yep. Chain fists always go a long way. Yeah, I've got ten chain fist Cataphracti. In my base army, with a Primus Medicaid with a Solar Power Gauntlet. Um, yeah, and they'll put a lot of work in. Fuck yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, I, dude, my Cataphracty. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've charged a building that, like, just either get through the building, or because my opponent had dudes in the building. Um, but you just charge the building with a cataphracty like that, and it's like 38 um, armor bane attacks. Yeah. Yeah, and you just rip it apart. Fuck yeah. So then, uh, great. That's a great addition. Like, if you're looking to expand beyond that, is there a vehicle you'd recommend going for first? I think Spartan's a pretty safe bet, don't you think? Most armies have a spawn, so I do think it is a safe bet. But I would also go Sakaar and Battle Tank. Mm, that's true. Okay, that's fair. That's uh, well, Spartan's great because it'll take a twenty, you know, twenty plus dudes. You could have a twenty man unit with a, um, you know, a medic as well as a, a Praetor or a, or a Centurion, um, and just get them across the board safely, and then. Um, have that, you know, add a Sakaran in there, and dude, you got an awesome fucking force. I mean, and that that's translatable to most armies, right? Yeah. I think so. Um, I prefer the Spartan over a Flyer. I mean, I think we've had this rant before, but like, uh, a Spartan's on the field from like the start. Yes. So your troops are still there versus a Flyer, which has to start off in reserves. Right, and is ideally showing up turn two 
ideally dice could be like crazy. Um, right. I mean, how many times have you played game drew reserves are like, Oh, real great. They, here they are. Like it's turn, it's turn four and they're finally showing up. Like, great. Awesome. Doing well. Thanks guys. Yeah, man. It's, it's uh, reserves are a risky gambit. They can work out in your favor, but like at the same time, if you have only a certain amount of your army on the board, you could, you could potentially have your whole army wiped before the reserves get there. Yeah. It's, it's, it's feasibly possible. Um, so you always have that, you know. So like the core armies, you know, going back to the original point, like if you're looking to get into this, I would definitely recommend some two troop options, right? Whether they're yep. tactical, um, whether you're going for more pride to the legion approach, whereas you can take veterans, like two right. veterans, or just something so you have a core army base, and then yeah, I feel like if you go for a specific right of war, you kind of narrow your options. But versus a uh, more broader approach, um, you definitely want a HQ. Uh, I would definitely recommend a Prado. I, I don't know, you know, any of us are really as flexible as a Prado. It's compared to a named character, for example, uh, Salamanders have uh, Raitan, a chap, uh, the chaplain. Mm-hmm. He's two hundred and twenty points. He gets. His his stats are pretty decent. He's got some pretty cool stuff, but like compared to a Prado with like a Paragon Blade, uh, he can get um, the ability to uh, Mastercraft. Um, it just it and it's roughly the same price. I would rather go with that. So you have the Prado, the two troops. If you have brought a Betrayal Cow, great because you've already got a Contemptor and some Terminators to add to that. And it's really just picking vehicles to go with that to really build a core base of the army right yeah that's the, uh, yeah that, that's the ease that, that's like the laziest and simplest <laughs> like intro i think well if, if you're trying to get someone who's never played before and you, you, you're understanding like there's a lot that goes into like 30k like then people think oh it's overly complicated it's really not there's actually a basics to the game it's just if you wanted to get a little bit more in depth, you can go a little bit further. Yeah, I feel like yeah. that's a fair way of explaining it. That's how I started. I also really encourage, um, like in the very beginning, don't get too like creative with like, you know, if you're if you're new to it, like don't get too complicated of a list. You know, like try to just keep it simple. You know, because you can always just build off of what you have. So that's my opinion. And yep. if you can grab onto a fucking Calth or Prospera box, you get 30 base Marines, you could have a 20-man unit, a 10-man unit, and learn a lot about the differences, you know? So. Definitely. It's a, it's a good value for money. It's kind of a, it's weird that it's disappeared. That's probably GW's way. <laughs> yeah. I, we should insert some kind of sad music. <laughs> it's the world's smallest violin. Yeah. Yep. So you know that that's that's the basis of stun and I mean like you know don't go too crazy. Create something that you can kind of expand and it allows you flexibility between Centurions and Mortalis Crusades or whatever the hell you want to do. So with that being said, we go straight to. I'm pretty sure we have a drunk ramblings from. <laughs> Yeah, got a yeah, got a voicemail from a little 
Musings of a drunken heretic. Actually, Shane, didn't a servitor walk up to you and tell you that there is a message from the warp or some shit? Something like that, yep. What was that? How did did that sound? What was that? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not doing it. I know what you're fishing for. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) God damn it. Put me on the spot here. Yep. Mm. It's it's like uh, I don't know. It's that, it's that special kind of servitor that that uh, comes from the uh, Salamanders Legion. You know, where it, it sounds like you're having like, performance yeah. issues. Is this a common occurrence? Only when it's a message <laughs> being delivered by uh, Salamanders. I got a message for you from a drunk listener. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that'll do. Best I can do on short notice. All right, here we go. Hey guys, Chris here. Long time listener, second time caller. Thanks for letting me call in before and uh, rant about the Alpha Legion. You know, got all off my chest, feeling pretty good for a little while. You know, but something else got me all hot and bothered. It's got me all worked up in a tizzy. It's these space wolves. You know, just where do these guys get off, right? Russ, get your shit together. I don't know what you're doing. Pick up after your dogs. You know, I'm making a mess. Shitting all over the galaxy. Can't figure out what the fuck they're doing. Making a mess. Nobody wants to work with them. Fucking Imperial Army is scared to work with them wherever they go. Like, come on. Get your guys' shit together. Space Marines are supposed to be the exemplars of all that humanity could be. And these guys are a bunch of guys that can't take a bath wearing these weird-ass leather S&M masks. You know, that's <laughs> fucking crazy kinky shit. I don't want to know what goes on in the fang, you know? <laughs> This guy, Russ, everybody loves this guy. Oh, the greatest Primark kick anybody's ass. I'm pretty sure he got his ass kicked by Angron. And, uh, <laughs> the oh, no shots. All right, fucking am I right? Fired. And he says, oh, my boys would have got you. Yeah, you were in a fight with Angron. You got your ass kicked. That's it. That's, that's all there is. <laughs> no, there's no, Fuck that's yeah. why you were not made the war master on top of the fact that, well, you don't know how to take a bath. So you probably couldn't. <laughs> and, uh. <laughs> Much less you'd be the war master, but hey, who am I to say? You know, Horus <laughs> tricked you into going to fight the Thousand Sons, which you didn't even really fight him. You had the Sisters of Silence there to kind of you had the custodes there, which you know did all the heavy lifting for you, and then your <laughs> legion still got pretty much mauled and decimated. Then <laughs> after you got mauled and decimated, and you celebrated your victory there, you decided to go lost in that pink nebula. Alpha kicked the shit out of you some more until you had to get rescued by the, of all people, the Dark Angels. Really? <laughs> come on. Unbelievable. You better, did you even make it back to Terra? Like, come on, what? You went to Beta Garmin? That beat grinder? The Spirit Russ? Oh, yeah, that did a lot. Yeah. Good job there. You had your chance to kill him and you didn't do it. All you did was make him stronger. Not a bunch of wolves. You're a bunch of hounds. Like, oh! Get out of here. They need to change that name. Space wolves, space hounds. You just go where you're told. Do what you do. I think Angron said it best. Uh, he had some quote about it. I don't really know what's going on with that right now, but somebody will look it up and tell you. I got that quote. Pretty good. But we all know, in the end, in the end, when it comes down to it, nobody really likes the space wolves. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, you can nice. miss. It's true. 
It's funny because it's true. The only reason plays baseball is because they got great rules. Nobody likes them. <laughs> Nobody likes them. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. All right. You guys take it easy. Take it deep. See you later. <laughs> that was awesome. I, I want to quote like a, a family guy. It's it's so funny because it's true. <laughs> no one likes them. Oh my god! Bunch of How often do you see like a, just a shit uh, spatial for me in the wild too? You're just like that's like <laughs> is that even three color minimum? Like what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? Do they basically <sighs> take the models and they built them and it's the right color? They just add like little <laughs> details in. It's so true, though. Fucking Angron's quote is when he's like, um, you're not wolves. Wolves think for themselves. You're dogs. <laughs> In not so many words, but yeah. He's right. Wow. Fucking space wolves are... They're like the ultimate beta male. But they think they're alpha male. It's, oh, it's yeah, like... Chris. I don't get the Legion. I just don't. like. That's so fucking dumb. It's, the, it's one of those legions ruins like the, anytime they're in the fluff you're just like god damn it because it's like oh here comes this fucking viking dude and wow oh he's getting drunk off of his superman drunk alcohol like cool man like and anybody can find a four loco today like chill the fuck out you're not cool <laughs> going retro with the four loco <laughs> fuck yeah man i want to get so drunk i want to fight fourth graders like are you kidding me <laughs> That's what happens when you drink four loco. You're just like, fuck you, fight me, bitch. <laughs> so two year old in a baby you. is giving you the wrong there. You know, fight me, yeah. fight me. Yeah. Police officer's like, who, who are you talking to? Because <laughs> I'm going to tase your ass. And it's like, it's the new fight club. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Well, well, well put, Chris. Fuck, fuck Space Wolves. And if you disagree, you should let us know. <laughs> that's better. Yeah, actually, that's better. Don't don't let us. Yo, know. I, I I didn't hear that. What was it? Gifa. <laughs> there you go. It's it's sounding like Shane should tell it. His army sucks. <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't be fucking mad just because you lost with 15 fire drakes twice. I'm still waiting for that t-shirt. Oh my god, fuck you, okay? I'm lazy, all right? It's gonna take forever. It will never happen. <sighs> yeah, right. Maybe. I say that, and then like the next week we have a shop, and it's like, Lewis brought it's, it's like, what, where did this t-shirt come from? <laughs> Everyone in Mythic Coast is wearing it. <laughs> That'd be That's good. That'd be hilarious. That's a great gonna, reason to just blow money right there. I'm just going to walk into my own event and Shane's like, I made these t-shirts for the EOs. I'm going to be like, hey, what? That's my name? <laughs> like, what's going on? Nice. Yeah, that could be prize support at our next event. There you go. Definitely. Uh, I, you know, for the, for the event, I'm pretty excited. I think it will be more organized than the first one. <laughs> Yeah, growing pains, you know. Well, with with Titanicus being there, it's definitely going to add, you know, it'll just add to the appeal and make it a little more dynamic. So, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I just uh, that would that would definitely add to it. I hope 
we can tie it into some uh, campaigns. I, it's going to be a fun time. Uh, Betrayal is going to be a fun time. We will try and bring you some special episode from Betrayal at our best. Shane's drunken interviews with people. I think that would be oh pretty hilarious. <laughs> Hashtag fuck Brad. <laughs> we should um, offer to, to like fly JP from Age of Darkness and like get him really wasted. Dude, that boy goes fucking ham. Let I, me do. I mean, I've heard. I, I have not seen, but I've. Holy it's, fuck, it's, dude. It's been discussed on several podcasts. So yeah. That's why. Holy shit, dude. I'm witnessing just, that. Oh, my we'll just, God. We'll just like hang a keg from the ceiling and just puncture it and let him lay on the floor. <laughs> Get him to come to Betrayer. Yeah, I'll put him up. Then he doesn't even have to buy. He doesn't even have to have a hotel. <laughs> Nice. He's got to deal with a two-year-old and a fucking puppy. It's all good. I mean, if you're so drunk, yeah, drink enough, you won't even notice them. Yeah, that's true. The two-year-old just be like, hi! (laughs) And the puppy's just going to sit there and pee on you. I have a feeling like the two-year-old will be forgotten. So you're like in the house and crying and you're like, hey, what's that noise? And Shane's just like, I don't even know what that is. It just happens every night. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Whenever I get drunk, it. it just happens. I don't know what it is. <laughs> he kicks the wall. Like, wife! <laughs> fix it. <laughs> Something like that. Now you got a dog and you're subjecting it to it? <sighs> Poor dog. He'll be alright. Why is he barking? I don't understand. Shane, when was the last time you let him out? Uh, you know, like two days ago. <laughs> Oof, poor dog. I, I, what was it? <laughs> Earlier today, I took my dog out and she peed, and I was like, go poop. Go poop, because if I don't tell her to poop, she won't. <laughs> just like ducked down, put her ears back, like and just like kind of cowered. She's like scared of being outside. I was like, all right, I guess she's good. Come inside. Take a piss, walk out of the bathroom, and there's a turd on the floor. <laughs> fresh one. It was so fresh it didn't even stink yet. <laughs> Dude, that's the worst. Oh my she, gosh. She's nine years old too. Fucking rescues, man. Damn. Too good though. Nah, that'll never fucking change. But anyway. Can't even be mad at that. At least it wasn't on your bed. I mean yeah, no, she'll just Never mind. That's a whole other fucking. <laughs> All right, so we'll, we'll recap this crazy episode and say uh, probably the most important factor is the uh, competition. Anyone disagree? Okay, don't care. Yeah. So if you want, if you want to, if you missed it or trying to, so we're giving you a month. We're looking for a specific design. You have a position, uh, possibility of winning a Spartan. And something else, if you really take Shane's fancy. He's up to bribes. He's, he's all into this. Bribes, handies, you know. Just go I for love that. I love that, like, Scrabble British talk with these, like, crazy-ass words. It, you know, <laughs> that Lewis has got. It's like, if you take his fancy. It's barely English, but yet somehow he makes us think it's proper English. It, it's it's just like crazy. Like it's like I'm in the fourth dimension. 
You know, it's, you gotta add some flavor to this uh, <laughs> interesting, chaotic chat that started off pretty, pretty hilarious. So, we have that. The design is we want four jet bikes and then the, the four horsemen of the apocalypse riding them. Yep. And you get bonus points if you can make it onto it. I'm up to do it. Don't go crazy. Do go crazy. Free spots and on them. We'll ship it anywhere. US, Canada. Korea, Singapore, Sweden, I don't know. Wherever you're listening, you know, go for it. If you can come up with it, it's all yours. Yeah, you know what? If if somebody can think of like a good dice design, like it, not just separately, maybe I could uh if we get like a really solid dice design that we really like, um I could just fucking throw something in. Yeah. I mean, yeah. oh, well, yeah. the, the offer just got really, really hot right now. So you got Shane and you got Chris running up. No, I don't know. For sure. I mean, yeah. Lewis, you've seen the kind of fucking backstock I have. Dude, you name it, Chris has got it. So. Once okay. again, go on eBay and look for Eldar Epic Sale. Oh, uh, no. Actually, I got. That, that shit's all. Um, I still didn't price out the lot, but I sold. Um, because of the podcast, I got. Um, buyers instantly dude the amount of fucking I, I haven't even priced out the whole lot i sold a little bit separately already but like the rest of it like it literally took up half my kitchen ta- or my dining room table um, <laughs> I, I i saw I, that I, picture that was insane yeah, i inventoried all of it and dude a third of that's fucking metal basically um <sighs> but i inventoried it and i just i haven't had the energy to fucking figure out like how to price it <laughs> Um, to like tell the dude how much I want for it, but it's a lot. Like it's really a lot. Like if you look at I, again, I'm not going for top eBay dollar, but like if you look at eBay, like if I were to put it on eBay, it might go for like a grand. It's a lot of fucking epic. Damn. So, so you want to meet a holder? We'll do a video on Chris's house. It's just, the funny thing is, I didn't even pay for any of it. It just hand me down. Ask that's insane. So I will once again. You're looking for epic stuff, Elder in specific. Yeah. Yeah. Up Chris and or the the podcast, which is Road to Damnation at BuddyKGmail.com. And Chris will happily respond to that one. Yeah, I need that new kitchen. <laughs> so I thought it was for like the, the rabbit. The rabbit? What the one that you put in your butthole? Hey. <laughs> What do you mean the rabbit? What are you talking about? Wow, <laughs> this. I, I, I think we're hitting that point. It's about time to punch that ticket. All right, we're getting there. So, all right, so famously, <laughs> what are you we're talking have, about. Dude, Sorry. you don't know about the rabbit? Oh no! I thought I got us <laughs> off this. All right, all right. This is um. So for for the ending of the story, does anyone have any crazy story to end this crazy episode? <laughs> Psychward. Dude, some, somehow Siri just popped up on my phone. I, I didn't even say Siri. What's going on? It's a CIA, man. They're like, there's a British person talking way too much. Yeah, America, they, America, we need to handle this. Need to find him. Take him down. Uh-huh. Psychward, Chris. You gotta have something. Someone's gotta have something. I, 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 I'll, I'll go with like a story from back in uh, England day. Uh, it, my time in England and my basically my youth. So um, this one is actually pretty funny. So my 
my brother threw this like pretty crazy party and my parents agreed to it you know so like, all right cool and they were like lewis we want you to watch him and his friend realized that if he just gave me alcohol then i probably wouldn't care and basically i sat the whole night getting drunk and my parents came home and they were like hang on lewis got drunk so then so then it came for my 18th birthday and like i pretty much threw his house party too and my parents were like, oh, Lewis is okay. We'll just leave him. And the crazy stuff that ended up happening by the time they came back was pretty messed up. So it started off with um, we had one of my friends who had thrown up in the toilet. We shaved his <laughs> eyebrows off. Oh, God. <laughs> and then it, the worst part is so they had gone to a restaurant, and they'd, they'd left me an 18-year-old, and it was my birthday, and I had all my friends around the house, and, you know, in charge of the house this was a bad idea Oof. so at this time i was into a uh, py- pyromaniac it's like uh fire breathing fire boy like that kind of stuff so they came back and me and my friends were basically fire breathing in the middle of the street and you gotta imagine <laughs> what you what you have to imagine is in england wow. the, the roads are pretty close together so there's a bunch of cars <laughs> around and we're just basically going at it with like propane and like fire. It's just going everywhere. And like, they were like, we left you alone for like how long? <laughs> and they come back and there's already chaos going on. So. Wait, you're inhaling propane and spitting it out of your mouth? Yes. Yes. Wow. Oh my God. And it, it, it was like, we, we got to the point where like some of us make some pretty big flame clouds. No so wonder like, you're so fucked up. <laughs> no, it's just definitely played a key key role to it. I don't, I don't, I definitely don't recommend it to many people. <laughs> well, I thought my first drunk story was pretty funny, but Jesus Christ, I'm not even gonna bother now. <laughs> That's not even the first time. I mean, I got, I got stories of like being in like a field, and like we're out. I think it was like three o'clock in the morning. And we're in this field, and like we see some headlights. Oh, this one's kind of like a really messed up story, but like, so we're out on the fields, like deliverance. I, we we well, we were like, <laughs> we're like a piggy boy. No. <laughs> so uh, in England, there's not really that much like open field space, and I should go out into the country, which I, I definitely wasn't. But like uh, my friends, myself, and and this guy that we were friends with, we had a bunch of uh, illegal uh, substances on us, and we, we're just out on this field. It's like three a.m. in the morning, and we see these headlights. Us and the guy I'm with is like, "We need to act natural." I was like, "What?" And he's like, and he so basically he takes the the substance and he shoves it up his butt. Oh, <laughs> oh. and then the. And then the cops come over. So it's a cop car that's driven onto this field. Like they've they've taken the car and just driven up to us. And my friend is sitting on this bench, I guess you could call it. And he's like, act natural. And he's like trying to like keep it there still. And like the cops like shining a light us, like twitching, because he's got it like shoved up there. And they're like, What are you guys doing on the field this late at night? We're like, oh, we're just listening to music, and he's sitting there, and he's like, like twitching, like, like he, like he needs to take a giant dump. <laughs> like the cops, like just giving the shining of the light us, and he's like, he's like, what is going on? We're like, no, we're just, we're just chilling out. He's like, you guys need to leave this field, and and then they drove off, and my friend was like, thank goodness. 
He's like, who wants the raw? I was like, nah, I don't want to touch that stuff anymore. <laughs> nice. Jesus Christ. Well. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, my first drunk story is nowhere near as good as someone shoving a bunch of drugs up his asshole or breathing propane into the fucking flames. You have to imagine that street is like congested. Like you could only fit like one car down there if you parked either side. And it was pretty packed most of the time. So it was pretty funny. My parents were like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> we're like, oh, we're just fire breathing. They're like, no, get inside before the cops come. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. So, you know, fun times in England. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No wonder why we left. All <laughs> that <laughs> fire breathing and shit. Man, well, I thought that's a good way to end it. <laughs> I think that's a pretty, that's a great way to end it. <laughs> All right, Alrighty, then. So remember, enter the contest. This is Road to Damnation signing out. Peace. Yep. Hashtag fuck Shane. Squeal like a piggy. Hashtag fuck Brad. <laughs>